What's up, Joe? What's up, everybody? This is Jeff Fennell, Sports 360. Look, I know, I know. Brother, where have you been? You know, that's part of the challenge of being a lawyer in your own practice and trying to operate a podcast at the same time. There simply are times when the legal work and other work that's on your plate simply takes over and that's kind of what happened to me over the past few months and so my brother's been a bit undercover but I'm back now and I'm glad to be back glad to believe to be behind the mic and to to talk with you about a couple of things that are on my mind um, a lot has been going on since we've last met a lot of big stories going on in the world of sports. Uh, if you look at the major sports leagues, um, I'm a big basketball fan. And so the NBA and all the things that are going on in the NBA have been intriguing. Whether you talk about LeBron and AD hooking up in Los Angeles with the Lakers or the other LA team with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Um, and then you have my man Luka Doncic, who's just been doing some amazing things at just 20 years of age. And, you know, the NBA has, you know, quite a few very good teams. Philadelphia, Miami Heat playing really well. Uh, and, of course, as we mentioned, the Lakers, uh, the Clippers, the Bucks, and so on. And so there's been a lot of uh, good NBA basketball so far and a lot of intriguing storylines. We had all that, you know, the preseason activity between the NBA and China. Uh, so there's been a lot of intriguing storylines, as always, in the NBA. And, of course, for me, as a Knicks fan, I have, you know, the worst team in the league. Um, they just fired their coach, David Fisdale. And it is simply amazing to me, and I'm sure to other longtime Knicks fans, that the Knicks simply can't get out of their own way. Uh, but such is the state of affairs for Knicks fans these days. And it's tough. It's tough definitely being a, a New York Knicks fan. I'm down with the orange and the blue, but man, oh man, um, I don't know when the Knicks are ever going to return to relevance. Uh, in baseball, a lot of intriguing things going on right now. Free agency is all the rage. Garrett Cole, nine-year deal, $324 million. Steven Strasburg, seven-year deal, $245 million. Zach Wheeler, five-year deal, $118 million. 
uh, and we still have, you know, Rendon and, and some other uh, top-named players still to be signed. And so, so far, it seems as if for the star players, um, the the winter thaw of the, the or the winter freeze of the last two years has changed. Um, but we, you know, we have to be patient and see how the rest of this free agent market plays out. But so far, uh, there has been some very notable signings in Major League Baseball. But there's also been some interesting storylines too, right? The Houston Astros, who not only lost the World Series this year, but now there's some questions about, you know, their success in 2017, which included winning the World Series. But there are allegations now of sign stealing that are being investigated by Major League Baseball. And that's certainly one of the biggest storylines in baseball, as is Major League Baseball's um, plan to reduce the minor league. So there's been some interesting things going on there. And then, of course, in the NFL, um, I'm a Cowboys fan. It seems like I'm just on the wrong side of fandom these days. But, uh, yeah, the Cowboys, 6-7 and seven, and tied for first in the NFC least um, with the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, there's not much to say there. Jason Garrett is on his way out, um, and he should be. This should be his last year as a head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, but they, too, have an ownership problem, just as the Knicks do, um, and the owner in Jerry Jones, who doesn't get out of the way. And for the Knicks, an owner in James Dolan, who just doesn't seem to have a clue. But uh, in the NFL, though, there are some good storylines, particularly with in the NFC, with some great teams, the 49ers, the Seattle Seahawks, the New Orleans Saints, the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, just really playing some good football. Um, you know, you have the Buffalo Bills doing some good things, Lamar Jackson uh, and the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, and then you also have the Patriots who <laughs> are, you know, they're not playing particularly well right now. They're not playing particularly well right now. Um, Brady's starting to show some of his age. They don't have any real wide receivers. But yet again, the New England Patriots are involved in allegations or suspicions of filming an opponent. Um, say it ain't so, Sam. Say it ain't so. Uh, but it is, and the NFL is looking into that. So there have been a lot of intriguing storylines out there since a brother's been gone. Uh, a lot of intriguing storylines in the world of sports. But I have to tell you something. For me, the biggest and perhaps most important storyline over the past several months involves Mary Kane and Nike's Origin, Oregon project. Um, a few years ago, Mary Kane was considered by many to be the fastest woman in America, middle distance runner. Um, her talent, her accomplishments, her achievements led her to become part of the Nike Oregon project under the tutelage of head coach Alberto Salazar. 
But in early November of this year, Mary Kane posted or was posted on the New York Times a video op-ed in which she spoke candidly about being body shamed while part of the Oregon Project. She talked candidly about being pressured to lose weight, as she said, to become thinner, thinner, and thinner. She gave details of a toxic culture which led to her being emotionally, psychologically, and physically abused while part of the Oregon Project. She said that she was pushed so hard in training that she did not have her period for three years, which led to a lack of estrogen and bone density issues, which resulted in her breaking five different bones over this three-year period. And she also talked about having suicidal thoughts about cutting herself. And she said that others saw what was going on with her and they did nothing and they said nothing. And in the op-ed, which if you haven't seen it, I encourage you to, to... Google it and watch it. But in the op-ed, Mary Kane suggested that her situation is not unique. She said that there is a systemic crisis in women's sports. And she decried a system that uh, she said is designed for and by men that destroys the bodies of young girls. And for her, part of the answer is that we need more women in power in sports. Three years after joining Nike's Oregon Project, Mary Kane quit. She quit the team. And her story, the op-ed, and the details that have come out and are continuing to come out has led to sort of a movement on social media, hashtag fix girls sports. And on the one hand, the emotional, physical, and psychological abuse of young girls and women in sports is a major issue, particularly in sports like track and field, gymnastics, ice skating, and others. But on the other hand, This issue or these issues raised by Mary Kane are bigger than sports. We're talking about a societal problem where women are body shamed and often have issues with weight and body image because of overt and subtle pressures to be, as Mary Kane said, thinner, thinner and thinner. Now, to be sure, men are body shamed, too, but not as often as women. And so this is an issue raised by Mary Kane as it relates to women in sports, 
But as I said, it's an issue that goes beyond sports. It transcends sports and is an ill in our current society. In the sports world, Mary Kane is absolutely right. She said that there is a need for more women in positions of power. Not more women working in sports, more women working in positions of power, in positions of influence, where their perspective on training, nutrition, health, and wellness can be part of the overall mix. Outside of sports, we need to grow up as a society. The problem of body shaming, particularly of women, is a major problem in our society. Too much emphasis on losing weight or gaining weight if you're deemed to be too thin. Working out or stop working out so much. Dieting, eating more, looking or appearing slimmer. Otherwise, you're subject to being called too fat or too skinny. This preoccupation with weight, body image, and the rest of it often leads to bullying and humiliation that in turn results in serious emotional trauma, especially if it's perpetrated on girls at a young age. Depression, self-harm, low self-esteem, and other issues are the result. This is a serious problem in sports and in society. My hat is off to Mary Kane for having the courage to tell her story, a story that has garnered a great deal of attention and support both in and outside of sports. My hope is that this story does not die down or fade away, but that somehow we can find a way to put an end to this preoccupation of body weight and body image that is plaguing not only our sports, not only girls' sports and women's sports, but our society at large. If we do, we will do more than fix girls' sports. We will eradicate a problem that has caused and continues to cause a tremendous amount of pain and trauma for girls and women in our society as a whole. Again, if you haven't already done so, please check out Mary Kane's video op-ed in the New York Times. You'll be glad you did because this is an issue that anyone uh, who has a daughter, a wife, a girlfriend, a sister engaged in sports needs to be mindful of. And if you and needs to get the details of what's going on out there. But it's also a wake up call for all of us, whether you're in sports or out, of the need to address this issue head on 
and put an end to it. It has to stop. That's it for me. A brother is out. I'll see you next time. Jeff Fennell, Sports 360.